Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 191 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about what pronation and supination of the foot actually means if you need special shoes or arch supports to change it, the connection between pronation, walking, and back pain, and the best exercises to help you move better and feel better. Because if you're a runner or you have foot pain, you may have been told at some point that you overpronate or that you're too supinated and then sold a very, very stiff and very expensive shoe to fix it. But what if I told you that pronation and supination are completely normal and necessary elements of walking and that they're not inherently bad? But that having too much of one or the other says more about your strength and muscular control than it does about being broken. So today's the day. If you have high arches, flat feet, if you've been told you pronate, if you've been told you supinate, if you've been told anything about your feet, let's talk about it so we can decide what the best next steps are for you, not just following advice blindly. So to understand pronation and supination, we have to first understand the types of movements that happen in the lower leg and foot. So at your ankle, it is a hinged synovial joint. So hinge meaning it's not a ball and socket joint like your hip or shoulder, which have a huge range of motion. And your ankle is where your fibula and your tibia, those are the two bones of your lower leg. The tibia is your shin bone. And then another bone within your ankle called the talus, it's where they come together. So movements we can do here are plantar flexion. That's when you point your toes. And then the opposite of that, when the top of your foot comes closer to your shin, that's called dorsiflexion. So think of when you do a calf stretch, the range of motion that your ankle is in is called dorsiflexion. Now, also at the ankle, you can do inversion, which is when you roll to the outside edge of your foot. Or another way to think of that is if the bottom of your foot moves or points towards your midline. So this is that common direction for ankle sprains. If you've ever had an ankle sprain, that's probably an inversion ankle sprain. And then the opposite of that is if you try to roll to the inside edge of your foot. It's a lot harder to do that because of how the ankle is constructed, both with the bones and the way the ligaments are. But when the bottom of your foot moves towards the outside, that's called eversion. And it's a lot harder to injure yourself in this direction because of just the structure of things. But it's definitely not impossible because I I did it. I did it, my friend, in college, getting off my bike in the rain. uh, And I tweaked my ankle and it was awful and put me on crutches. And I would not wish that upon my worst, worst enemy. So all of this is to say, you couldn't sprain your ankle in any direction. It's very true. But that's not what we're here to talk about, spraining ankles. And we could. Let me know if you want to. But below the ankle, we have the foot. And of course, with the foot, there's over 33 joints. So everywhere that you have a joint where bone meets bone, there is the potential for movement to happen. So there's a lot of movement that can happen. But what we're talking about today specifically is two movements, supination and pronation. And these happen, again, 
with the foot and ankle. So supination is when you point your foot like a ballet dancer and turn it in slightly. So it's almost like you're about to like dip your toe into some hot soup. And that also helps remember that supination. And it's a combo of plantar flexion, which we talked about, and that internal rotation of the foot. So that's supination. Again, your foot is allowed to do it. Your foot has the capacity to do that completely normal. It happens when you are walking, your foot rolls through supination and into pronation. They are totally, uh, it's a normal movement. Now, pronation is the opposite of that. So if you think of taking the bottom of your foot up and out to the side, that is pronation. So dorsiflexion, again, top of the foot towards the shin and then trying to rotate your foot out That is what pronation is. It happens as you are pushing off as you're walking. Again, totally normal movement that our feet need to be able to do. But in the context of pain, it's easy for marketers and businesses to be like, oh, you overly pronate. You need this shoe. Let's fix it. And I'll link to a really awesome YouTube video that demonstrates the difference between these two in the show notes so that you can visually see what I'm talking about, especially if you're more of a visual person. And these are, again, these are the extremes. And like I've already said, like this happens, pronation and supination happen at your foot to some degree while you are walking. Where it becomes an issue is if you have pain and if you lack the motor control to keep yourself in more biomechanically efficient positions. I say that because there are people who overly pronate or overly supinate and have no pain and it's not an issue. And I'm not going to come in and be like, well, you need to fix that because it's not a problem for them. This comes up with athletes too, right? Some of the greatest athletes in the world have just like very interesting form, but it works for them. And if they are able to perform at the highest of their sport without pain, like you do you go off and have at it. But if you are not an athlete, and if you are experiencing pain, then let's talk about these movements. Let's better understand what's happening so that we can make improvements. So those are the extremes of supination and pronation. And just like your shoulder, if you reach your arm all the way overhead, that shoulder flexion, if you reach your arm all the way back behind you, that shoulder extension, even if you just swing your arm down by your sizes, if you're walking, that's still flexion and extension, even though it's not happening to its maximal ability, its maximal degree. So the same thing happens within the feet with supination and pronation. When your arches collapse and you can see like you have super flat feet, this is to some degree pronation at the foot. Now, of course, it's not the super maximal pronation that we might be able to achieve, but it's still considered pronation which is why an arch support that fixes pronation and gives your arch the support it needs, I'm using like air quotes here, is what's usually recommended. Pronation isn't bad, but pronation that you can't control, right? An arch or a foot that is weak and you don't have the ability to hold it or stabilize it, that's an issue. And that's an issue that's not fixed by a restrictive shoe with an arch support. And the same for supination. If the weight of your feet is always on the outside of your feet and you don't have good connection down into the balls of your feet, that's also going to change what happens when you walk. Because walking happens without you thinking about it. And thank goodness you don't have to think about it. Because if you had to, you know, push off with your toe and contract your this and then squeeze with your butt and swing your leg through, like there, you, that was all, that would be all you could do. You literally couldn't talk. You couldn't make sure your dog's not eating chicken wings off the ground. Like you would just be focusing on walking because it's such an intricate skill. 
But as humans, one of the, I would say magical, but one of the wonderful things about being a human is that we're able to learn movements. And when we learn said movements, it's energetically cheaper, honestly, to be able to do it. I can walk because I don't have to think about it. And because I don't have to think about it, I can do 900 things at the same time, which may also get me into trouble. But I am able to walk without it being such a high level thinking experience. Okay. Now, all of that being said, so if pronation is when your foot is collapsing, supination is when the weight is more on the outside of your feet. Again, totally normal movements that happen in the foot. They happen during the process of gait in the way that your foot interacts with the ground. Where I can get into having an issue is if I have pain and I also don't have strength in my foot. So the movement of your leg bones can affect what is happening at the foot and ankle because nothing happens in a vacuum in the body. Everything is connected by way of fascia and connective tissue, which is literally why it's called connective tissue. And so we can use the entire lower body and the rotation of your hips and thighs to influence pronation and supination at the foot. So this is a concept and video we work on inside of Movement Mavens called the isometric arch flex. And I'm going to talk you through it right now. So if you're standing barefoot, ideally, uh, with your feet right underneath you in your best posture. So everything is stacked, head, shoulders, ribs, hips, all the way down to your feet. And I want you to keep your feet right where they are. So they're pointing forward-ish, maybe a little bit of turnout, but mostly forward. Feet stay planted, and I want you to rotate your thighs away from one another as if you're screwing your feet into the floor, but they don't go anywhere. But you turn on all the muscles that would activate if you were going to move your feet. And what you probably notice is that your legs start to work. You may also feel your glutes tense, and that's exactly what we're going for. Let that relax. And then initiate that rotation again. Feet stay planted. I try to screw my feet into the ground as if my feet were going to turn out away from one another, but they do not. And I want you to look down at your feet and notice what's changing. And hopefully as you continue to relax and activate and engage this arch flex, notice what happens at your arches. That as you initiate that rotation, the arch lifts. The foot comes into a more neutral position. So the challenge here is to begin to not only teach your body how to do this movement, but maintain this movement as you transfer balance from one foot to the other. Because if I'm lacking in the muscular control, in the movement habit, I'm literally just in the strength of the muscles of the feet to be able to hold my arch in its neutral position as I roll through pronation and supination, I'm going to collapse into it. It's like a a wet noodle is not going to hold up your house, right? We need a strong foundation that's also able to relax, right? All tissues through the body. We need them to be strong when they need to be strong, but also elastic and relax when they need to. So that isometric arch flex is a great way to practice building strength and stability in your foot. And that becomes, again, the foundation for any standing balance work that you do. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. 
Plus it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. And so even if your foot is overly pronated, is it overly pronated or is it just that your lower body doesn't know yet how to maintain and hold the arch in neutral? And again, this is not something that an expensive shoe with an arch support and a stiff sole can fix. It may resolve the issue for the time being if you have that shoe on or you have that arch support, but it doesn't actually change it because your body still doesn't know how to do that arch flex. And there are a lot of options for you to throw money at correcting the way your feet meet the ground. I found a study from 2019 that used a deep learning system to detect abnormal foot postures, which is giving very much like Skynet vibes. But like, what if we just moved our feet more? Right. Think of how much time your feet spend in shoes with socks, in shoes that are super restrictive and acknowledging that where you live in the world, weather or your environment may require you to wear restrictive shoes, whether again, it's work or winter. Right. But the more time you can spend letting your feet move in a more natural way so that they have to go through that pronation, supination, all of that. It's that move it or kind of lose it principle. The more you can let your feet move, the better ability they will have to continue to move. And a 2019 study from Brigham Young University found that minimalist shoe walking is as effective as foot strengthening exercises in increasing foot muscle size of strength. And I've talked about this before. You don't want to just hop into barefoot shoes and hope for the best. This is absolutely something you need to gradually train for and build up the strength of your feet. But as you continue to build up the strength of your feet, that is another way to continue to build up the strength of your feet. If you were to just like hop into barefoot shoes right now, you're probably going to have definitely some pain because those tissues, those muscles, the connective tissue, all of that aren't ready to hold all of that effort. So if this interests you, check out episode 147. I talk about the best shoes for healthy feet and how to kind of build up and accumulate more time in barefoot shoes to yield the benefit of this minimalist shoe foot strengthening byproduct. Another study from 2019 looked at participants with pronated feet who also have back pain. And they found that when the research participants followed a training protocol that was designed to improve how they were walking, their gait efficiency, not only did they walk faster, but they also had less pain. So all this is to say that your feet are your foundation and they are absolutely connected to how the rest of your body feels. But the fix to being overly pronated, supinated, flat feet, high arches, whatever, is not stuffing them into super restricting shoes. It's working on foot strength and balance while barefoot with something like the isometric arch flex and other standing balance work. They all can make a difference. And you don't have to, you know, have this whole workout program that you do with like your special shoes and your special tools. The isometric arch flex is something I do while I'm brushing my teeth, while I'm standing in line at the grocery store. 
Anytime you're standing on your feet can be time where you're thinking about how engaged your feet are and how they're working. I mean, even right now, I'm like, oh, let me stand up a little bit straighter and actually use my feet as I talk rather than hang out on my desk, right? It's not perfection we're after. It's just awareness and continuing to check in and make those little improvements where we can. Now, we've already talked about wearing barefoot shoes. Um, Like I mentioned, working on the isometric arch flex is a really great thing to do. But you also should check out my foot pain fix, which is a week of exercises that can be delivered straight to your phone via text or to your inbox via email that are going to help you build stronger feet and ankles so that you have the control to pronate or supinate and not just have your foot and arch flop around. Because 9.9 times out of 10, building that better stability and strength while addressing the tension that's keeping you from getting into better positions is going to be your best bet to moving better and feeling better. There is not one exercise to rule them all. You cannot wave a magic wand. You cannot buy a $500 pair of shoes that's going to fix this. Those are temporary band-aids. You got to do the work yourself to learn how to move better and feel better. It does not have to be super complicated. And if you need help with that, me and my mobility assessments are always here. That's literally what we are here for. So I would love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. If you have been told you have overly pronated feet or high arches or whatever, if you're like, oh, but now I understand what that means and you feel a little bit more empowered to take that literal first next step, let me know. You can take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. You can send me any questions that may have come up from today's episode. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can also leave any questions you have on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, and all things podcast related, including everything I mentioned in today's episode, lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill. Don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't already, just click that button in whatever place you are listening to today's episode. You can also leave a review while you're there. Those reviews really do help the robot overlords realize that the Body Nerd Show is what the body nerds are interested in. Or you could just share today's episode with somebody else who also has those big bulky shoes that are helping their overly pronated feet and let them know, hey, you know, you can strengthen your feet so you don't have to wear that one pair of shoes all the time. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, working on our feet, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.